0: Hi, and welcome back to Furry-Faced Finance, the show where we help young adults get a vision of what their future financial security could be. I'm JR. And I'm Michael. And if you missed any of our previous
1: episodes, we're going to include those in the show notes. So we did a few, but then here, I think it was two weeks ago, we launched our first true live and we went through YouTube premiere. Uh, So if you want to check that, it'll be in the show notes. Uh, We were talking about retirement and kind of giving you some ideas about what we're going to be talking about within this show. Uh, So with that, uh, today we're going to be talking about traditional retirement, but throughout the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about FIRE, FIRE Hybrid, and also if if you just basically plan on not retiring and just working until there is no more.
0: Yeah, we're going to definitely be covering both the pros and cons to each of these models because none of them are are absolutely perfect, Um, but today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons to a traditional retirement model. So let's talk a little bit about the traditional model and how we did touch on this last week. You can catch that in the description, but the traditional model is basically you start young and you start investing about 10% into investments that will grow over time. You leverage what's called compounding interest. And that basically just means that when you get interest, then the next year you get interest on that interest. And so it just kind of compounds and makes your money grow quite quickly. And you keep on doing that from about age 20 when you enter the job market until you're 65 when you're where the traditional uh, age is for retirement um and then you you take you start drawing on all that money you've accumulated over that time frame in hopes that the money will keep going after you die and there are some drawbacks to that uh for starters one of the things i can think of is that as a as a nation in america here we're we're Living much longer, I'm not sure about the statistics in other countries, but in America, we're definitely living longer, which means there there is a chance that you're going to run out of money before you actually pass away and you'll have to figure out how to go back to work at a late age in life and and make more money and that's the kind of thing where you're you're going to want to talk to a financial advisor and get their input on how much you would actually need to sock away to probably be all right and be able to pay for things all the way through the end of your life.
1: That's very true. That's a really, really good point because I think with me, I would look at it from the perspective of everybody says about 65, maybe at this point, that's when you're going to ideally retire. So maybe plan on expenses and everything and living, you know, a good life. You know, do the things that you weren't able to if you're in that position, and then you go on those trips, a vacation, everything like that. But definitely, I would say shoot for 85, just 20 years worth of kind of that. In my opinion, that's just what sticks out to me because, like you said, everything's happening so quickly, we're all living a little bit longer, and that's now. So by the time we get to that age, I would say medicine's going to really be, you know, advanced. So you never know. It could be even longer than that. But definitely, definitely suggest to talk to a financial advisor because they're going to be up to date with the most what's trending in their field and be able to kind of guide you in the right way and give their suggestion. I'm just thinking 20 years because that's two decades worth. That gives you a lot of time to kind of reinvest everything, make some more money, find out what you're passionate about and can chase. But to that point, the other con to kind of – it back in that I thought of personally when me and JR were discussing this earlier was if you happen to not want to stay in one job, you need to do your research about how that 401k can be rolled over or transferred to an IRA or with a new company because if you run into that issue, you could be like, for instance, my new job is 90 days before I can start investing in my 401k. So I'm having to stock away that money on the side and say, okay, I'll invest this once. It hits my 90 days. But that's three months that I'm missing out on that compound a little bit. So just something to keep in mind uh, as you're looking through the traditional model of retirement. uh, We're going to try something in the next two episodes. So I look forward to you guys seeing that. Um, But JR wanted to talk about a little bit more about diversity and making sure that you kind of understand what that means when it comes to this
0: traditional model. Yeah. uh, Before we talk about diversity, let's talk about some of the pros that there are. I mean, we, we definitely, the traditional model is probably the one your parents are pushing uh, because it's the one they're familiar with. There aren't newer retirement models have cropped up in, in recent years, but during your parents' era, this was probably the only retirement plan for them. So there are definitely some pros to this type of retirement program. As Michael said, we're going to talk in future episodes about FIRE and Financially Independent Retire Early, uh, where you're socking tons and tons of your money away and living on very meager, uh, and a very meager amount of money. That is actually one of the benefits of this traditional model is that rather than putting away 30, 35, up to 75% of your income, like someone pursuing the FIRE model would, you're only putting away about 10%. And yes, it takes much longer to accumulate that money, but that also means it gives you more more free money in the moment to do stuff that you want to do. You can live a little higher lifestyle if you want. You can continue living a a very minimalist lifestyle like the fire community does, and you can maybe sock away money to go on long vacations in Europe or in South America or what have you. There are definite benefits to the traditional model. And, of course, one of the things we mentioned in the introductory episode was the fact that the market goes up, the market goes down, And if you're doing it, if you're doing your retirement program over the long term, all those ups and downs kind of even out and it and it makes one gradual growth upward. So there are definitely definitely benefits. But like Michael said, you really want to diversify. And I, I, I hesitate to even use that word because I think it can be confusing what diversif diversity or diversification means. It just basically means that you don't Put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Let's say, for instance, um, I invest in both gold and silver, and silver becomes absolutely valueless. And I've lost everything I've invested in that. I still have gold, which is still has some value. If, on the other hand, I had invested everything in silver, everything I've been putting away was invested in silver, and it becomes worthless – then that then all of my money is gone, and I have to start over again. Now, that's probably Very not going to happen with gold and silver, but the same can be true of stocks. Yeah. Uh, Kodak is a great example. You may not even know about the Kodak corporation, but it was huge back in the day because it did all of the photography stuff. and suddenly digital photography, digital photography came along. And Kodak completely collapsed. If we had had all of our retirement money invested in Kodak, we would have sat there watching the stock go down, go down, go down, go down, go down, knowing that everything we worked that hard for was just disappearing in front of our eyes. So diversification just basically means put put some of your retirement here and there and everywhere you want to do your research. You want to talk to a financial advisor about where are good places to invest it, but don't put it all in one spot because if that one spot evaporates, your your retirement also evaporates. So that's important when you're talking about retirement, especially on the traditional model.
1: Uh, so like JR was saying there about the diversification is we just don't want to put everything in one kind of one person's hands because we are putting our investment and our retirement in someone else's hands no matter what kind of stock you go into because it's going to be based on a business so it's still people it's you know they're going to have money their decisions are going to impact your money because how they're running their business is going to impact their stock value which is going to impact your money and your retirement so that's why it's so important to really invest in things you believe in maybe things that you would even as a consumer purchase as well, because I feel like those are very valuable things. And if you see something in the front, like you're a very futuristic thinker, maybe look for these opportunities of industries that are about to be booming. Go ahead and get your money invested. Find ways. Invest in businesses. And, I mean, the traditional route is it's really letting that compounding interest work, but investing in businesses that you can become a partial owner in can also work towards your traditional retirement because a lot of people I know that have been able to retire traditionally, they have that rental income or they own part of a business and they're just more hands off with it so it doesn't take as much time so they can truly retire and spend more time with their family. So that's just something to keep in mind when you're talking about investing your retirement and once again please seek the counsel of a financial advisor like JR said. It's super important. That's what they are totally trained to do. They went to school for it. They've taken tests. They are got. They've most of them have great connections. That they have the inside information ahead of time. So that's something to keep in mind going into the future because we care about you guys and we want to make sure that you choose the right retirement path for you.
0: Yeah, I, I especially like what you said about investing in stuff that you understand, because uh, that was a big thing that Warren Buffett has has harped on year after year. It's the reason he didn't get into computers for so long, simply because he didn't understand them. He was convinced that they were probably going to make money, but he didn't understand it, so he didn't invest for a long, long time. So, guys, uh, we are going to we're going to pick up in this series where we're leaving off. We just covered traditional retirement. We are going to move on to the fire uh, model of retirement next. And we hope to have you with us on that episode as well. And
1: what we will do is drop in the show notes some previous episodes for you guys, and we'll drop in anything that we find interesting going forward. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Make sure you tune in, and we believe in you as always. And reach out to us online if you have any questions or need some support.